0: I started introducing mental training onto my team about five years ago and they were basically my like guinea pigs right this the this team that I had five years ago I was like we're gonna start like, visualizing and paying attention to our thoughts and doing some breath work and all of these things and they were like what what are we doing and you know slowly kind of got bought in by this point now my athletes are so used to it in fact uh, it's so funny on the way home I one of my juniors was like what do other people do pregame? like if you don't if you don't have like a pregame visualization and the breathing stuff that we do, like what do other teams do in the locker room? Like she was honestly asking, she has not seen it done any other way. So this is literally part of our culture. And she was like, I can't even imagine, can't even imagine not going out without like visualizing and getting my mind right first, <laughs> which was really cool to hear because it definitely that wasn't the story, you know, six years ago on this team. Hey there, we're Christina and Brianne, and one of our greatest passions is enabling female athletes to uncover their greatness, allowing them to break free from their limitations and achieve their biggest dreams. As expert coaches and confidence and mindset educators, we created the Elite Competitor to enable moms and coaches to build lifelong confidence, resilience, and elite performance. Think of this as your weekly dose of inspiration, where you'll feel enabled with proven strategies, real-life stories, and transformative lessons. Welcome to the Elite Competitor Podcast. Hey moms, welcome back to the Elite Competitor Podcast. And welcome to the last Elite Competitor Podcast episode ever. That's right. We are wrapping up with this podcast. This is not only the last episode of 2022, but we are actually taking a shift from the Elite Competitor Podcast But don't worry, we are actually relaunching the podcast in January, and as a part of that relaunch, we're going to have a brand new podcast, and complete with a new title, new focus, new topics, new guests, new everything, and we're really excited about it. And so in the process of us making that shift and making all the changes that are really informed by you and by our community, we're going to be taking a break from the podcast. So the next three weeks... We will be taking a break. You are free to listen to any of our past podcasts. We've got a little over a 100 of them that you can listen to. And also, we would absolutely love your feedback. As we are shaping the new direction of the podcast, we want to know from you. What do you want to hear? What topics do you want to hear? Who do you want us to bring in as guests? What do you like about podcasts? What do you not like? Is there anything annoying that we do on this podcast that you wish we would stop? You know, all of those things we want to hear because we want this podcast to be your go to resource for how to raise girl athletes. So let us know in our community, if you're not already in the Elite Competitor Society, go ahead and join that. Let us know. We'll be asking questions about everything related to podcasts in the new launch so that we can get going and hit the ground running with that in January. All right, let's get into today's episode. It's this is gonna be a fun one. I'm gonna be talking about the key lessons that we have learned in 2022, specifically related to what we've been doing in our business and also just coming off of last week, My team won the Washington State Volleyball Championship for the second year in a row. And it would be remiss to not talk about the mental training that went into that success. So I'm gonna be also diving into a little bit about from my perspective, some key aspects that mental training helped us accomplish as a part of that state championship run. So let's get into this. Key lessons learned in 2022, and then we're going to take a little bit of a look into what we've got in store for 2023. So key lesson number one, and this is where I'm going to be talking about our state championship. Key lesson is that mental training is what separates athletes. It really is. Now, I have been a head coach for the past 10 years, started coaching even before that, but been running programs for the past 10 years. And I have been able to see a lot of teams, a lot of, a lot of different athletes. And I'll tell you right now that every single athlete at every single level faces similar things. They all face how to respond from to mistakes and failures and losses. They all face pressure. They all face expectations. They all deal with negative thoughts and things that are holding them back, these feelings of not good enough. Every athlete handles those things. I mean they they are faced with them. And the athletes that are able to navigate those and handle those are the ones that actually get the competitive advantage. And so, I want to talk about this state championship run and you know, some of the the key things that mental training did for us this season. Now, Obviously, a lot goes into a state championship and a lot goes into a team, and we do have very talented players in our program and on my team, and so that's no secret. However, what I also know is that having talent and getting that talent to perform and work well together is a very different story. So obviously there's a whole coaching aspects of this too and what we did specifically on the volleyball side and how we prepared for our opponents and you know all of that. That's not what I'm going to talk about today. What I'm going to talk about is what role did mental training play on our team, okay? Because this is actually something that is hard to measure, right? It's hard to measure like you know, can you put into like a, a scale of, of how, how confident you feel and, and all of that? You know, mental training is hard to measure when compared to physical training. However, I can tell you right now that it definitely did not hurt us. All of the mental training that we did in our, over this season, over the past several seasons, definitely did not hurt us, okay? And in fact, I believe that it has been an indicator of our success over the past several seasons. Mental training also gives us an edge right? So like I was talking about, you know, the athletes that are able to respond to mistakes faster, the athletes that are able to feel prepared, the athletes that are able to meet the moment and meet the pressure that they're feeling, the athletes that can handle those big moments have a competitive advantage over the athletes that maybe take longer to recover from mistakes, that aren't feeling prepared because they don't have routines, are seeing pressure and nerves and anxiety as something bad and something rather than something to be embraced. So those aspects are so invaluable. Those are the things that really separate athletes, especially when we get deep and deep into the postseason. And so what mental training did for us, and I'll kind of give you a background. I started introducing mental training onto my team about five years ago, and they were basically my, my guinea pigs, right? This, the, this team that I had five years ago, I was like, okay, guys, we're going to start like visualizing and paying attention to our thoughts and doing some breath work and all of these things. And they were like, what What are we doing? And, you know, slowly kind of got bought in. By this point now, our my athletes are so used to it. In fact, uh, it was so funny. On the way home, I, one of my juniors was like, what do other people do pregame? Like, if you don't if you don't have like a pregame visualization and like the breathing stuff that we do, like what do other teams do in the locker room? Like she was honestly asking, like she has not seen it done any other way. So this is literally part of our Culture And she was like, I can't even imagine, can't even imagine not going out without like visualizing and getting my mind right first, <laughs> which was really cool to hear because it definitely, that wasn't the story, you know, six years ago on this team. And so anyways, this was a foundation to, to what we, what we do on a daily basis. So if we go all the way back to the beginning of the season, I did pretty much everything with this team that athletes who go through the elite competitor program experience. Now, there are some variations to it because I'm teaching this in a, in a group setting rather than like individual athlete setting. But, you know, we first started this season with vision and intention setting for what we wanted as a group, but also what individual athletes wanted, right? So we we created this vision of the athlete that they wanted to become, went through a an exercise where they created their affirmations, which the affirmations are not just like positive statements that they're just throwing around. These are like deeply connected statements to who they are and who they want to become. They created very specific visualizations for these affirmations. And then every day... Before practice, we do our 321 Brave, which is what I teach athletes in the program as well. So, 321 Brave involves some intentional breath work, reset words, and intentional visualizations before we get to practice. And this really impacts how we show up at practice, right? So, doing that little bit of mindset work before practice every single day significantly impacts the focus that I see from my athletes in practice. Because I know, you know, that athletes are coming into practice with so much on their plates, right? They have they're juggling multiple classes, relationships, you know, some of them have jobs. There's just so much, you know, trying to handle all of this. And they come into practice with all of this on their plates and getting them to focus. I'll tell you, before I started doing this, it was like, we would waste the first 20 minutes of practice, like just trying to get focused. Now we don't do that. Like we have a very specific routine when they are done with their three, two, one brave, they are locked in, they're ready to go. And our practice is just much more efficient. And Athletes are able, you know, their attention is just there. They are really keyed in and locked into what they want to accomplish. So, that is something that we do every single day, right? Before practice, before matches, we do visualizations that help prepare them for what they're about to experience. So, I could kind of alternate between visualizations where they are visualizing kind of like a game plan and what we were talking about, or it was something more metaphorical around uh, like overcoming challenges and obstacles, depending on kind of what the tone was of who we were competing against and what the what the moment was needing from us. And so we did that before every single match. Athletes also created their own pre-competition routines. That is a a lesson that we would do. We also learned how to respond to mistakes. They learned their snapback routine. They learned how to shift negative self-talk and how to use self-talk to their advantage. We talked about perfectionism. So like every single week, we would also do a very dedicated mental training lesson that would take about 15 minutes. We would go deeper into a topic. And usually these topics were you know, brought up from them. They're like, hey, I'm struggling with pressure. I'm struggling with expectations. And these are also things that we teach inside the Elite Competitor Program. So that is that is what we did. Athletes, by the end of the season, my team knew how to visualize. They had breathwork techniques that they could use. They had their affirmations. They had mantras. They had reset words. They had snapback routines. They had all of these tools that built the foundation and prepared them for these big moments when when they when they came. And our team, just like any team, you know, we dealt with adversity. We dealt with adversity from day one. You know, some of the adversity we created ourselves and then other other adversity we experienced in the form of like sickness, injury. You know, we had a big loss in the district championship that we we really had to work hard to overcome and use that to, to help us and propel us into state. And again, all of these things that we did to prepare our athletes mentally, what they do is they compound and they work at the subconscious level. And when athletes get into moments where they are hitting adversity, you know, they're, they're in a game situation where they're struggling, they're playing in a state championship or a semifinal match, and they're feeling the pressure, we fall to the level of our training. You know, I fully believe we don't actually rise to the challenge. We fall to the level of our training. And the thing is that these athletes fell to a level of their training that was rock solid. They had trained for this moment. We had prepared them for these moments. And that's not to say that like, you know, we're, we're gonna win every single time, although this season was pretty, was full of winning, but, you know, they had, their training was ready for it. They were re- ready for it because they had built up this, you know, this skill. It wasn't like, oh my gosh, here's the moment. Now let's like throw in some visualization or some breath work, here we go. No, they had they had weeks and weeks and weeks of this preparation so that they could meet the moment when it was ready for them. And so that is again the mental side. There's so much more that went into this season. That was, you know, enough for another podcast episode. But when we talk specifically about the mental side and what role that played in the state championship, and even just the season as a whole, I cannot deny how much of an impact it has had, especially on these players that have been in the program for three, four years. And this is just their norm, you know, there it is their norm to get their mind on board. And so like I said, This is what separates athletes. It really is. Because your daughter will face these same things that all of, you know, all of my athletes face and all the athletes that are in the elite competitive program face. She will. But does she have the tools and the skills to navigate those things? That is the question. And so we need to be able to provide our athletes with these tools and with these skills, not just hope that they somehow magically appear when she needs them. No, that's not going to happen. She's going to fall to what she has trained. Okay, so that is key lesson number one. Again, I don't know if that's a lesson or just a, you know, a, I, it just keeps getting reaffirmed for me that mental training isn't for athletes who are just struggling, right? Sometimes we think like, oh, my athlete's struggling with negative self-talk and she's struggling with mistakes. Yes, mental training helps with those things. But mental training is also what separates athletes at that high level too, right? It's what it's what pulls them apart, the athlete that can respond faster, the athlete that has these tools to to manage that these very normal things that all athletes face. Okay. Key lesson number two, athletes do better when their parents do better. Let me dive into what I mean by this. Athletes do better when their parents do better, specifically in our case, when their moms do better. And another little, little background side note about this. When Christina and I first started our business, we developed a mental training program just for female athletes. That's all we had. And, you know, that, that's still a big foundation to our business, but that is, that was our key program and our key offering. And we did that for probably about eight months before we realized that we were missing a big piece of the puzzle. And that big piece of the puzzle was the parents. Okay. And we know that parents, especially mom's confidence, heavily influences and impacts her athlete's confidence. We know this to be true. And so when we started Looking at that, we're like, oh my gosh, how can we actually pull the mom in more so that she's getting these key learnings and these key trainings so that she can best support her daughter? So their daughter's surrounded by this support, right? From the mental training that she's getting, and also that her mom is on board with this too, and her mom is supporting her, you know, and then, you know, other parents, other partners, any anyone that's in the athlete's life in this parent role that can really influence, we wanna make sure that that person is equipped too. And so that's when we added in the mom side of our program, which really is like our secret sauce. I know of no other program that for, for athletes that includes mental training for the athletes and mental training for moms and key trainings on how she can support her daughter. Like it, it doesn't exist. And so that's why we are, we're just so, you know, elated that once we started adding this into our program, it just clicked. And this year is really when this took off. Okay, 2022 is when we we have had, gosh, around 400 athletes and moms join our program just this year. And I can't even tell you how many comments and how many messages I've received from moms and athletes, but from moms who are like, oh my gosh, this is exactly what my family needs. This is exactly what we need. And in fact, I just got a message the other day that I want to read to you. This is from a mom who joined the program. And I was like, hey, you know, hope things are going well. And she goes, gosh, we just started today. My daughter was a little resistant at first. And so her dad and I talked about it with her on Sunday, opened up about some of the things that I was learning in the program, especially that my role as a parent is significant in helping her. She said, "Brie, I cannot even describe the changes in her demeanor for that entire day and beyond. She was so lighthearted and chatty, went to practice with a smile. It's like she has hope again. She plays on one of the top national teams in the country for a very demanding coach. This program is kind of our last shot at success, but I have hope too. From what I've seen so far and what I've learned, this is exactly what our whole family needs. So thank you. And so I want you to, to hear what this mom is saying. She's saying that I'm not just giving this to my daughter and saying, hey, do this. Like you need these mental training skills. Go ahead, take it. It's, no, I am also doing the work. I am right alongside you. I am understanding what my role is. I'm understanding how I can best support you. And I'm also working on my confidence. And that is where the sweet spot happens. (laughs) And, you know, this is just reaffirmed over and over and over this year that moms, you also need support on this journey you do you provide your daughter the opportunities but you also need support and that is exactly what our program provides is this support and again it's just you know it's just really cool to see that moms are embracing this they're fully embracing it they're like I want to learn as much as I can because my daughter's had you know so many coaches even if your daughter's young she's probably had like multiple coaches in her career but how many coaches have you had when it comes to all of this Probably not so many, right? You're just like out there winging it. And so we provide a path for you. We provide proven strategies on how you can support your daughter, what to say, but also how your nonverbal actions impact your daughter as well. So that has been a key lesson this year. And it is just a key indicator that we are on the right path, that athletes do better. Athletes succeed when their parents do better too. Okay. All right. Key lesson number three. Key lesson number three. Here we go. Adversity. And challenges are not optional, but suffering is. And I'm sure you've heard that before. I think I heard it somewhere. And that was kind of a key theme for us this year. That, you know what? Adversity and challenges. I tell athletes all the time, all the time, when you check the box that you're an athlete, and that's, you know, that's what you are going to do. Guess what? You're also signing up to have bad days. You're also signing up to fail a lot, make mistakes, question your, yourself, self worth some days and all of these things. Like you are signing up for that. Like you're taking that on, but you also get to learn skills when they enter the program. You also get to learn skills to navigate those things so that you can feel confident that you can face any of those head on. And guess what? Those things don't actually go away. And that's why I, you know, I'm so happy that athletes are learning these skills young because in our business this year, we have we have hit a lot of challenges. We've had the most amount of growth that we've had in our business to date. We have, I mean, we have quadrupled in growth. It's been an amazing year, but with that has come more challenges, you know, more, more, more support that we need. And so it just reminds me that, you know what? Like this is such a mirror to our athletic experiences. And I am so thankful that I have the mindset skills that I'm also teaching athletes so that when I am facing these challenges, I'm not like, oh my gosh, poor me, you know, like here, here we go again. It's yes. All right. Another challenge, another opportunity for me to be the business owner that I want to be, to be the mentor that I want to be, to be the coach that I want to be. That's exactly what we teach athletes. That when they hit up against those challenges, when they fail, when it's hard, that, hey, guess what? This is my opportunity. This is my opportunity to be the athlete that I said I wanted to be because it's really easy to be that athlete. It's really easy to be that business owner when things are going well. But what are you, who are you when it's not going well? And so I am just, I'm just thankful that this year we've hit so much growth, but in the, in the process, we've hit a lot of bumpy roads and those things don't go away. Right. And so and that's why like giving your daughter these skills so that she can navigate these things as an athlete is setting her up for lifelong success. Like I can't even imagine going through all of this as a business owner without having these skills. Like how, you know, when things, I'm talking like little things, like when URLs break and people can't register for things to big things where like we, you know, totally messed up on our, a webinar and you know, like all of these things, <laughs> right? I can't even imagine navigating those things without Having my mindset on my side, like I just can't. And so giving your daughter these skills is, is just like an investment in her long-term success, right? Because we don't necessarily, we don't know if she's going to win a championship or, you know, like be the best, whatever, get all these accolades, accolades, but we do know that she's going to be faced with challenges. Like that's not going away. It's not optional as an athlete, as a person. And so, the best thing that we can do is give her the skills to be able to handle those things and have the mindset that she can handle and be adaptable to whatever situation that she is in. All right. So, that's key lesson number three. Those are the top ones, you guys. I, you know, number one, mental training is what separates athletes. And that was reaffirmed to me with this state championship this season. I'll do another podcast episode about some specifics because there were some fun stories about this season. Number two, athletes do better when their parents do better. Hey, If you want your athlete to succeed in her sport, you've also got to invest in you. You also have to have a coach, a plan, and that is what's going to lead most to her success. And adversity and challenges are non-optional. They're non-optional for you, non-optional for your daughter, but suffering through them is, and not giving her the skills to navigate those, that's pretty close to suffering. So those are our top three lessons. And before we take a break for the next few weeks on the podcast and relaunch, I'm going to give you a little peek into 2023. So I already kind of hinted at something first. We are totally redoing the podcast and I want your feedback. Let us know what do you want to hear? What topics, what people, you know, what do you like about podcasts? All of those things, because we are just totally reimagining what this could be. So that is, that is, Key thing on our radar. We've got another we've got other fun things in the works. We have um the Leak program obviously is is open right now, but we are doing a special enrollment period at the end of January where we are going to be offering some really cool bonuses that aren't offered anywhere else. And so keep be keeping an eye out for that. We're going to Costa Rica again in July at the time of this recording. We have five spots still open for that, but we are going to also be offering more for coaches in 2023. So we actually have a coach facilitated version of the Elite Competitor Program that about 10 coaches did with their teams this fall. It was like a beta situation and we were getting feedback from that. Now that program is live. So if you're a coach who wants to implement the Elite Competitor Program with your team, reach out to us at team at com. we will give you the details about that, but we're gonna be building out some other things that are gonna be really helpful For coaches. So we've got that on, on deck. We also have, we're launching a YouTube channel. I'm just like totally spilling, spilling all the deets here. So we've got a lot in, in the background happening right now to give you more resources, give your daughter more resources, to give her coach more resources, because we know how important mental training is in the success of your daughter, not just in her sport, but in her life. So we're excited for what we have coming in the new year. We're so thankful for all of your support. We hope that you have a really relaxing, fun, connected holiday season, and we will see you all in 2023.